0: This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com
1: today. This is your call to action now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli.
2: <laughs> Everyone all set, cocked, locked. Hour number two of USA Prepares. You know, I heard, heard the uh, top of the hour news, and, and President Biden uh, is calling on Congress to stop shrink-inflation. Class, inflation is, it takes more dollars to buy the same amount of goods. Okay? So, you're Purchasing power has been decreased. That's what inflation is. Shrinkflation is the packaging is getting smaller and the contents are getting smaller. So you're paying the same amount or more, but you're getting less. So it's also inflation. You can call it shrinkflation. You can call it inflation. And the president has is, is said that uh, he's going to call on Congress to put a stop to shrinkflation. He has no business telling companies uh, what size to make, unless, unless we have a uniform products uh, a series of laws that says, you know, a mayonnaise jar is going to be this big, that's it, period, and there's only going to be one size of mayonnaise jar, and I'm okay with all that anyway. <laughs> but as far as shrinkflation and calling on Congress to fix it, he and Congress are the guys who caused it. He caused it. He, caused it. He, he and Donald Trump were sending out $600 and $1,200 checks and said, y'all, just be happy. Here's some free dollars and uh, go spend them. And, and what did it do? We said it was going to be massively inflationary. And guess what? It is. And now he says, but I don't get as many Doritos and Oreos and chips in the bag. What's going on? He caused it. He and his cronies caused it. If the free market were working properly, we wouldn't have these problems. I was Frank. I was reading um, a series of posts about people who bought new washing machines, new dishwashers, and they hate them. They absolutely hate the new dishwashers because now they have a dishwasher in their kitchen. It takes twice as long as the old one used to take, and they have to wash their clothes. They have to wash their dishes twice in order to get them clean. And they and they can't put in the powder. They have to use these prepackaged pods, which cost two and three times as much. So the detergent costs two and three x. The dishwasher costs two and three x. It lasts one half x, and it uses two x the water. And it's considered high efficiency, and it's not. It's not. And and Frank, I was I was reading about clothes dryers, and and there are companies that are experiment, uh, experimenting with. Uh, technologies for improving the efficiency of clothes drying. So it used to be pretty simple. If you had a clothes dryer, you had some kind of a heat source, whether it be natural gas, propane, or an electric element, and air would blow through a, uh, uh, th- through the, the tumbler, the drum, and it would get warmed up, and the warm air would... Uh, uh, be more inclined to uh, absorb moisture than cool air, so they use warm air to heat the air to absorb the moisture in the clothes so the clothes would dry you know, efficiently and quickly. And now what they're experimenting with is ultrasonics. So they are going to vibrate the molecules of the fabric of the clothing to just shake those droplets of water right off the clothes. And, of course, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to destroy the fabric of the clothes by vibrating them. Unnecessarily, I mean, this is like dumb. But that's where dumb, we're going, dumb, Frank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and putting and putting a heat pump, a heat pump in a dryer, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> so now you need to have all the mechanics and the refrigeration and the, of a heat pump in a clothes dryer that used to just have a a thermodisc and a um, and a timer and an element. I mean, you know, three parts. Now we're gonna have. Yeah. A, a refrigeration a system,
3: a, in a dryer—unbelievable! <laughs> oh. I, I know, unbelievable, I know. And, and yeah, and that's why, <laughs> as Kathy says, I have my three old mates I want to keep. Would you have whatever? Uh, and yeah, all—and yeah. oh, it's so hard because, like, I feel I have really no control. And obviously, you don't do. Uh, it's just manufacturers. It's uh, you know, Vince, at one time, apl- appliance was very much the same from year to year to year to year, and uh, and it was so nice because you had a certain amount of parts in a certain amount of, of automobile, and you could almost repair everything to the, your day's work. Today. And for whatever reason, I mean, I think they copied the, the automotive industry. Every year, they have to come with some sort of a new model, a new thing, a new gadget. But the bad part, it doesn't work as well, and it's so frustrating. Yeah. Huh?
2: When when uh, when we buy auto parts now, you know, if we if we call up AutoZone and say, you know, we've got a specific, um, like, let's say uh, Chevrolet um 2017 and it has a specific engine they'll say okay so what 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 was the month that it was made because they you know they changed the spark plugs you know mid year or they changed the exhaust system mid year or they changed yeah. um the water pump mid year and it's, it's awful they they couldn't wait they couldn't wait i mean so frank when when we were When we were young, you could buy a headlight, a round headlight, for a car for 99 cents. Mm -hmm. And then they improved them. And there were two sizes. There was like, if you had four headlights in the front of the car, whether it be a Chevy, a Plymouth, a Dodge, Chrysler, Ford, it didn't matter. It was a round headlight. And there were only two sizes. And you could buy Sylvania, General Electric. You could buy, um, and they all worked. And they were interchangeable, and they were ninety nine cents for the for the small ones. You know, the big ones are probably a dollar forty nine. But now a headlight is like a thousand dollars for the uh, mm. acrylic lens, and you know, and you might need two. It's we have lost our way. We've literally lost mm-hmm. our way, and it's very difficult. We when we buy automobile parts, probably somewhere around a third of the time they get them uh, wrong. A third wrong. So, you know, the vehicle comes in, we tell them what we need, and then it's wrong. And then they have to bring the part out tomorrow, you know, the correct one. Mm. So I'm sure this, this is going on with the appliance business, too. Oh,
3: Frank, for sure. For
2: what, sure. Uh, are we going to get into sp- some specifics on repairs?
3: Yeah, we, uh, we obviously we've touched in you know, how to buy a, a fridge and, and a washing machine and a dryer. I thought today we would get into um, the stoves and possibly microwaves and dishwasher. And now you did mention a point of dishwasher. So because <laughs> things are not made as well as they should be, if uh, when the time comes that you actually do need a dishwasher for whatever reason, of these uh, components or concepts. There's a lot of dishwashers out there, but my recommendation is that you buy something that has stainless steel inside, okay? So right off the top. The reason for that is it's gonna last that much longer, it's gonna be that much quieter, but something that a lot of people forget when they're shopping around for a dishwasher is that you pack that dishwasher with dishes But see, you do it on the bottom and you do it on top. So it's very, very important to spend maybe a little bit more money, but get a dishwasher that has a wash arm on the bottom, a wash arm on the middle, and a wash arm on top. Three wash arms. So even before you look at anything else, and dishwashers are fairly like straightforward. It's not like a fridge where you can have the the seal the seal system problems uh, from the Asian market kind of thing. So that's the first thing, and then I've, I've, I've obviously look for the the price factor. But if you don't see those three things in a dishwasher, um, the the wash arms. So I, yeah, the three wash arms. Then no move away from it so so that's my thing if you're going and buying a new dishwasher um, um when you get your dishwasher at home, obviously, a little scraping before you put your dishes in is always nice to 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 help with that mortar and help with that pump. I have seen uh, <laughs> things in dishwashers. <laughs> I'm a, Sometimes I'm a bad person, uh, Vince. I don't know if you know. That. When I go to the dishwasher, that's not draining properly or washing properly. So I go in. I kind of know what it is. So I kind of take every little component from the dishwasher and I put it on top of the counter piece by piece by piece by piece. By piece, by piece. So what's the problem? Well, here it is. <laughs> Yeah. What I'm trying to say is you've got to be a little bit more careful when you're putting things into a dishwasher. Uh, it's not a uh, There, There is a, a garburator thing that she, that will mince and garburate g- dirt, but dishwashers are not. Even though they sometimes say, oh, yeah, this thing will, you know, but the, the truth of the matter, it doesn't. <laughs>
4: yeah it so, does, it doesn't
2: so. it doesn't pulverize chicken bones no and it doesn't pulverize uh you know ribs and it doesn't it <laughs> it, it, it doesn't and um and you know I, I know that that uh chickens and used to be sewn up when they were cooked with thread and mm-hmm. I can imagine some thread you know sewing thread for for thanksgiving turkey uh ending up in there too. I saw a commercial i can't believe it uh I've decided to watch a few commercials on uh, television to see what they're like. I got to tell you, Frank, these are aimed at the dumbest audience in, in the, on the planet. They, these uh, gals who are uh, talking about their dishwasher, and, and they, they don't have to scrape. They, they're not going to do it. They are not going to scrape the pots and pans. They're not going to get off the big chunks. They're going to use this 2X-powered Pod, and they're going to throw that in the dishwasher, and it's going to do everything for them. So they don't have to remember to pre-soak. They don't have to remember anything. They can leave that caked-on crud on their pots and pans and dishes and just throw it in there, and everything's going to be just wonderful. And I don't believe it for a second. I don't believe it. so. That was one of the things I wanted to talk about, Frank, and this has nothing to do with uh, fixing appliances or dishwashers, but it has to do with what Frank's saying, and that's making them last longer. So I, I end up doing the uh, the pots and pans around our house. I do them all the time. I mean, every day, many times a day. And if, if I'm making scrambled eggs for the dogs and the, the scrambled eggs stick to the bottom of the pan, what I do is I add a little bit of water, like a quarter of an inch of water on the bottom of the pan, put it back on the stove, and let it sit there. And then uh, maybe 15 minutes later, I'll turn it on low. I'll heat up the bottom of that pan. It'll loosen those scrambled eggs. And if if I want to add those scrambled eggs back to the dog food, I can. Or I can just use a uh, scrub brush and just by the heated water, uh, loosening the, uh, the the eggs on the bottom of the pan. That's, it. that's all it takes. We don't put pots and pans in the dishwasher. We don't do that. And maybe that's why our dishwashers seem to last, I don't know, 18 years? Maybe that's why. There's one other thing I wanted to mention, Frank, about uh, about dishwashers. Now, some people really are fashion conscious, and they don't, they don't want to see the buttons. They don't want to see these push buttons. So the push buttons are right on the top edge of the door. That seems like the dumbest place to put them, because I know steam rises. I know it. I've seen steam rise my entire life. It always goes up. It never goes down. And that's like oh, the fantastic. best place to destroy the switches and the controls right. and the motherboard, right? Isn't that the wrong place to put them?
3: And we come back to
5: <laughs> Okay, we'll be right back. Um, bash- wellness and self care doesn't have to be complicated.
7: That's eight seven seven eight seven eight forty
1: two zero three. Pencils. Paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAprepares.com Educational Radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAprepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls.
2: Frank Pacheco's with us and we're talking about appliances and we're weaving a whole bunch of lessons into uh, today's dialogue and and uh, dishwashers, so stainless steel tub is a good way to go. Three wash arms, one at the bottom, one at the middle, and one at the top is the way to go. And um, to go. I, yep. and I mentioned uh, the controls, having the controls in the door at the top where there's uh, condensation, steam rises. I think that's a terrible
3: idea. Frank, your what, thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 yes, I don't know who came up with the idea. Does it look that much more, again? But here are the and the and the steps that go. So you decided that you want to buy a dishwasher with the controls on top. Okay, <laughs> first of all, you gotta preset all those controls before you shut the door because you don't know. So, you know, so now your you're dishwasher is open, and you're wondering if this is going to start before you close the dishwasher. At least that's the way I feel when I'm repairing these things. Okay? So you program it, So you close the door. But now because you can't see what's happening, they have a little indicator light that shines on the floor to tell you where the dishwasher is. Okay. And then all of a sudden you say, oh, shucks, I forgot to put uh, another spoon inside. What do you do? How am I going to cancel this <laughs> the counter? So you kind of open the door. Now, if you're lucky enough, the wash arm will not be in a position that will wash your face. <laughs> and if you're not, you're going <laughs> to... Because you just got your face washed too, so tell me—I don't know—like who comes up with these ideas, and do they? they, So it's really kind of interesting.
2: (laughs) So Frank, I went—I went went to the kitchen during the break uh, just a few minutes ago, and dishwasher's uh, is is in the wash cycle, and all the controls. It's Kenmore. It's about Mm eighteen years old, and it's—it's got a, a, a black skin. It's nice. It it you know it matches the black stove. Um, mm-hmm. It goes with stainless steel. It's not up to the minute, elegant, and but you can see the the LEDs that say what the cycle is. You can program mm-hmm. it. You can say, uh, and I, I'd rather have a mechanical timer, but you can't get those anymore. No, so not anymore. So uh, you know it's uh, air dry rather than heat dry. So that means mm-hmm. that the tub is going to last longer. The element's going to last longer. The gaskets are going to last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see any need to to run the, the the hot air dry and save the electricity. That's that's what we're mm-hmm. doing, and um, so the gasket works fine on the door. Now there's another thing that's really important to me, and that is the quality of the basket. Now I've noticed that General Electric has a thi- had a thinner basket with thinner vinyl on it, and if you put the dishes, you know, heavy full size dinner plates on there, it kind of wore out the vinyl that covered the steel basket. And then when they start to rust and you have these little pieces of vinyl chipping off, they plug up the holes in the uh, the, the washing arms, and then it doesn't wash worth the darn. Then you have to you know, take uh, the tweezers and pick out the little pieces of plastic that plug that. So if you get at one with a heavier basket, that's the way to go. Because a basket now, well, heck, I don't know about now, but maybe three years ago, just the lower basket on mm-hmm. a General Electric dishwasher, it was like a hundred and forty dollars, one four zero. Yeah. yeah, and that, and the price of the whole dishwasher when it was new was like twice that.
3: <laughs> so that's why you, where you do a Kyle's Kyle's Kyleism. Kyleism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you start looking for that. That is that was such a great and uh, class. Uh, if you didn't hear that. A class on Thursday, you should. Because that is such a beautiful technique, is get something with the same model, on the same style, and, and yeah. just rip the parts and keep it. Because, yes, Vince is right, the basket to get it from the... And, and, be, and be happy if you can get it. Uh, here's a 150 plus in terms of iron, and the cutlery basket too, so so on and so on yeah. and so forth. Now, what
2: so, you can do, what you can do, class, in the short run, you can buy liquid vinyl brush-on Um, brush on, um mm-hmm. Repair. Now, it comes in like what used to be a nail polish size bottle, actually a little bit bigger than that. So the cap has a brush in it, and you can, if you have a clean basket, you can brush on the uh, the repair or replacement vinyl, and it works for a while. It's not it's not going to last as long as the original, but it will last for a while. So the bottom line is, don't y'all be putting those those dishes in, you know, really hard. Be gentle. Be gentle with be them. Be gentle and and avoid, you know, sharp items that can can abrade and beat up that vinyl. Because you might find out that you can't get a new basket or a replacement basket. Then you'll have to buy a whole new washing machine, which is going to last a quarter as long as the one you used to have about that?
5: USA News Update. U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is backing his boss after last week's special counsel report that referred to issues with President Biden's memory. Mayorkas says the special counsel's investigative report on Biden's handling of classified documents was no place for that feedback. The special counsel made gratuitous, unnecessary, and inaccurate personal remarks. Speaking on NBC's Meet the Press. Tragedy strikes over the weekend. The CEO of one of Nigeria's largest banks, Herbert Wigway, along with his wife and son, died in a helicopter crash near Interstate 15 in Southern California's Mojave Desert. Herbert Wigway, who served as the chief executive of Access Bank, was among six people aboard the aircraft when it crashed shortly after 10 p.m. local time. All six people on board died, including two pilots and the former chair of NGX Group, Nigeria's stock exchange. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Force. You, the Marasino cherry. Okay, twenty-five
7: thousand cheering next try.
5: Now, you want to try that on television?
6: Well, see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level.
1: When you for two seconds. Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli.
2: Frank, what's next?
3: Three beautiful nuggets for dishwashers. One of them is um, try not to try to be around when you're doing dish uh, using your dishwasher. It's one of the most uh, common. Um, appliances that can leak pretty badly. I don't know, uh, for our class, next time, you, if you do have a dishwasher, you can see there's about a lip of, a, what, no more than two inches, <laughs> stopping all that water from <laughs> coming down and causing a bit of a flood. And believe it or not, the uh, fill valve uh, can get stocked in the open position. And if you, without you being there, you can come home to bit of a disaster. So, so try to, and uh, Mrs. Pacheco knows that. <laughs> and now she warns me, oh, we can't leave now. The dishwasher is still on. So, yes.
2: Frank, that's a really, really good point. And, and it's, mm-hmm. it's not only dishwashers, it's, it's many appliances. Uh, for example, we don't leave the stove on. So if we're going to leave the kitchen for a minute or two, Mm-hmm. Um, we shut the stove off because one thing might lead to another, you know, a dog may need some help. Someone may distract us and say, Hey, he, well, can you help me for a minute? And that might be 15 minutes. We burn the house down. So we don't leave the stove on unless someone is in there. And every time we turn the stove on, we turn the timer on, even when we're in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy to, you know, hop on the computer in the kitchen, uh, do a little bit of research, get distracted and then, you know, have a fire. But, we're talking about uh, the clothes washer that has water mm-hmm. in the tub that can leak. There's no question about yeah. it. the dishwasher. Uh, pretty much most appliances, Mrs. Finelli and I mm-hmm. and our son will not leave them running when mm-hmm. we are not there, including an electric coffee maker. We will not uh-huh. leave them running. You know, we don't. It's got a timer, and we can say, "Okay, uh, you know, we're lazy, and let's have the coffee maker make coffee for us in the morning, so we can get up and stumble into the kitchen." We don't do that. We literally make the coffee, and we're there for everything that we do in the kitchen. We do not let these appliances run themselves. We don't, and we don't have problems. <laughs> and and yeah, the other thing I'm- is. Because there's no chicken bones and no ribs in the in the dishwasher. We don't have the uh, the plugging up of the system and the overflow of that little lip that you're talking about with water on the floor. We don't have that. Yeah. And
3: the, and the water because softener. Because pump gets stuck, yeah. No, yeah. And chicken the water bones, softener. Olive pits. Broken glass. I said... And said, so did you? Like, you would think if a glass broke in a dishwasher, then please, students, think of that. So, if a glass broke. It wasn't broken when you put it in. Uh, it broke. It's broken. You, when you put it out, you're bringing it out. Why not take that extra little time to search for that piece of broken glass before it makes its way to the pump? Yeah. <laughs> that I don't know.
2: Two well, here's, here's another thing. <laughs> Frank, you don't have to put thin glass. You don't have to put thin glass in the dishwasher. You don't have to. Exactly. There's no law that says you're yeah. going to have to do this. So, yeah. literally, uh, the coffee mugs that we use are heavy. The yeah. um, the glasses that we use are heavy. They're they're not thin and fragile, and they're not likely to break. So we don't put them in there, and we don't. When we put them in, uh, we have these um, rubber made uh, storage containers. You know for food for their freezer and for the refrigerator mm-hmm. and we use those lids that come with those those containers as cushions against um, cups even though they're ceramic so they don't bang into each other we, we, because we know that eventually something is going to break so why have it break and then why go searching around with a flashlight on our hands and knees looking for <laughs> little pieces that uh, we can't find
3: you know, okay. So, so our class you know, no, no thin glasses. Wash them by hand. Become as uh, you said a hydronic ceramic technician. you want to tell our students what that is?
2: Yeah, a hydro ceramic technician. Uh, you know, hydro meaning liquid, <laughs> ceramic meaning like dishes and plates and 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 cups. <laughs> and a technician is one who can apply you know the, <clears throat> the water and the detergent efficiently to those things and clean them and. He, Eventually, class, if you do it for as long as I've been doing it, you can almost be certified and put it on your resume. <laughs> you, so you're a gl- glorified dishwasher.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love right. when that. <laughs> what, the, what is he promoting here? Hydronic yeah. ceramic uh, technician uh, yeah. glorified dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Anyway, so another gold, uh, gold nugget for our class If you don't use your dishwasher all the time, and some people don't, depending on how many people in the family and so on and so forth, so it's there just for that occasion, like uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and so on and so forth, a period. However, there's a situation there. It's like a new car with low mileage, but in the garage. Where the raw stunt is, or well, a dishwasher has what we call ceramic seals. And it's seals that actually, if you ever wonder why water doesn't leak when, when, when there's a motor going around and it's pushing water all over the place, well, the, the, a lot of the dishwashers, there's a ceramic seal, a carbon and ceramic seal that kind of uh, are put together. And it's the robbing of those two seals that actually stop water from coming out. <laughs> what happens is if you don't use your dishwasher on a regular basis those seals can actually get stuck and and, and once they get stuck they 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 lose their ability to uh, to 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 seal because now the whole thing is going around instead of just the seals so um, you don't have my 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 to my customers when i have to change a pump and it's sometimes you know difficult because of, of just what i'm saying not using the dishwasher it's like you didn't want to use a dishwasher uh not to wear it but now you're into a pump problem is every now and then just fill the dishwasher and drain it okay and uh that will save you from in the future getting a new pump so that's uh a nice that's food. a very we'll go that's a very it. good.
2: That's a very good mm-hmm. point, Frank, and it's and it's not just dishwashers. Uh, you're talking about a carbon slash ceramic seal. So one one surface mm-hmm. is carbon, uh, like pencil lead carbon, and it's pretty yeah. soft. And the other is uh, ceramic, which is pretty hard. Well, the same mm-hmm. thing is true with a uh, a generator. So, for example, if you have a generator and it's sitting out in the garage and there's humidity, the brushes. There are brushes't two brushes in a generator, or three if it's a three-phase. Three uh, those brushes will stick to the brass rings, just like the carbon uh, ceramic seals will stick together from not use, uh, lack of use. So the idea is to start your generator, or at least pull the crank, you, know, or pull the rope uh, once in a while, so that the actual engine and uh, generator head itself spins. Same thing, same carbon block issue, sticking. And, mm-hmm. Frank, I, I replaced a set of brushes on a whole house generator. A uh, dealer sold a, a generator to a customer. Uh, a really nice, nice generator. Well, it wouldn't generate electricity. The engine seemed mm-hmm. to run, but it wouldn't generate electricity. $18 shipped for a set of brushes. Put the brushes in, and it worked perfectly. So here, I mean, we're talking about a 6000 $10,000 generator that had an $18 problem. Mm -hmm. So we're back to, you got to do it yourself. You have to learn how to do it. And you can't trust other people. It's as simple as as that. So it's, and and what Frank is saying is about cars, you know, it's the the older couple who just used the car to go to church once a week. Well, that, thing, that thing's destroyed sitting in the garage because it hasn't been used. The brakes haven't been exercised. It's a hydraulic system. has rubber seals. Um, it, there's so many components that just have not been lubricated because, you know, a car's only used once in a while. You know, 20 years old, 10,000 miles. That's worse, worse, generally speaking, than one that's been used normally. So, back to you, Frank. Yeah. no. <laughs>
3: Back to me, uh, yeah. And uh, you know, to finish it up, uh, don't be afraid to um, to replace your dishwasher. They come; they're very standard. <laughs> they fit in this specific hole in your under your cupboard. Uh, 24 inches, usually, what they are. Uh, and um, plumbing is pretty easy. And one in future classes, we're going to talk about uh, electricity, but proper electricity. To deal with appliances, the proper electricity for washing machines, dryers, and so on, and so forth. But that will be another class event that I've been thinking about. And uh, so that's yeah, that kind of completes your nice, beautiful dishwasher <laughs> uh, buying, or, or new or reconditioned. Of course, some of the the makes that I. Like uh, uh, again, they're very general because dishwasher is pretty simple uh, appliance, but obviously with the, with a stainless steel liner. But the whirlpool is uh, is uh, one that I go to. Um, the uh, KitchenAid, which <laughs> it, I, I see, KitchenAid used to make own dishwasher and they were like probably there are some of our students who have the original original KitchenAid dishwasher it was not even stainless steel inside it was that heart um, um, there's a name for it that's escaping me right now and those things I still have parts to repair them but again a whirlpool bought the KitchenAid not the dishwasher Part of it, but just the, the name of it. Uh. So a nice little thing here is, yeah, you can buy a KitchenAid, pay another $300 or $200, whatever it is, I'm not sure, uh, for having that KitchenAid brand name, but underneath that KitchenAid is very much a Whirlpool washing machine. Yeah, there are a couple little different things, but in general, that's what it is so 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 you're gonna buy something and some people do and that we're gonna buy it for the name as opposed to
2: well frank when you're talking about kitchen aid when mrs Finelli and i were first married uh, we we bought a house that did not have a dishwasher and we put a dishwasher in it kitchen aid and it Mm -hmm. was probably about 20 25 percent more expensive but everything was heavier the The door was heavier, the tub was heavier, the whole unit was heavier, and it had one of these dials that you would move with your thumb. So it was a a round dial, but you could only see part of it. And it was a mechanical timer, and it lasted a long time. And when Mrs. Uh, Finale's mom wanted to uh, have a dishwasher installed, in their farmhouse that they didn't have a dishwasher, uh, I cut out the cabinetry and, and put one in, and I put in a KitchenAid as well. And those things served us very, very well. It just worked and worked and worked. So, class, uh, you know, Frank and I have talked about this many times. A water softener, if, you've, if you have hard water, it's hard on the seals. It's hard on uh, the seals on a washing machine. It's hard on the seals. Of a faucet it 's hard on the seals of a dishwasher it 's hard on the seals of a shower and bathtub it 's hard it 's hard water and it 's very abrasive so by if if you 're thinking you know five hundred seven hundred dollars for a do it yourself water softener versus not doing it, you will save that amount of money in a very very short time, probably four or five years. you will save that in the absence of repairs that you would have had had you had um, uh, if you had if you hard water. Frank, do you agree with that?
3: I totally agree with you on that, yes. And we've had many a classes with that, yes, for sure. And <laughs> in so everything, that's, that's including really... salt, when you're taking a shower. Yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, we'll be right back in the final segment of today's class, Appliances, with Frank Pacheco in Canada. We'll be right back.
5: Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated.
6: That's 818-984-6100. dot Compliment
0: Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil.
1: And seasoned opinions, instruction that matters. At the controls, Vincent Finelli.
2: Frank, are we going to talk about stoves, buying a stove, use one?
3: Well, we're going to do it next week. But uh, there's a couple more things that I want to say to, to maybe help Kathy and our students. Now, so now you have a dishwasher. Okay, now you, you want to. Uh, there's something wrong with it. Here is the technique that I would approach and what you should be approaching when the service... Obviously, the first thing you, you want to try to do it yourself. And believe me, <laughs> I use it myself. There's a lot of YouTube videos. And for whatever reason, it's become a very, very popular thing to post their own appliances, so so go to that. You brought up that when you're doing generators, you get manuals. There's a lot of sites that you can get free manuals. Now you want the service manual. You don't want the manual that tells you how to do dishes and how to do this and how to do that. You're gonna when when you're looking around uh, DuckDuckGo, Duck Go, whatever it is, a search engine that you have, you want the service manual. The service manual is what I I use uh, to repair stuff. Not only that, inside your dishwasher and, and in most appliances, and unfortunately they hide it, and even I have problems finding. There's a whole uh, bunch of information wrapped in a piece of paper, either it be in the front panel, inside the front panel <laughs> it's like a searching game for that so look for that but the thing is you have a problem and you see and this is where now you know what dish you know the sounds of your dishwasher when it's working properly there's water coming in shh, there's a drain you hear the drain going out and there's some sort of a motor in the background now you probably hear all those things but there's still water in the dishwasher so now you've now you decided, okay, for lack of a better reason, you've decided you want to call a serviceman. So you're going to call a serviceman. Here is what I think a good serviceman, and you should have it to your house, should be like, I, I you, know, you know, Frank, I'm in the dishwasher. and And he should kind of question, have you done this? I.e., have you checked the drain tube going into your sink? Because... I know when a dishwasher doesn't drain that that's like eighty percent of the time something has gotten stuck in the drain pipe, and and if he says oh I can't I can't diagnose that problem without going there, um, you know because we are we are a good appliance repairman who wants to be helpful. <laughs> okay, I need to make a bit of money. Obviously, I run a business, but we also want to be helpful if. You go and he says, Have you checked? Oh, there is such a thing. Yeah, underneath your sink, there's a, 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 um, a rubber hose that goes into a plug. Check that because what happens, the little things come right through the pump, get stuck in there, and they're just accumulates. And Vince, it's so nice when, when my customers call me back this, I found the problem. Thank you so much. I'll make sure I tell other people and I make sure next time I have a problem, I'm going to have you back. See, to me, Doing that little uh, thing, going to customer driving for an hour, is not like it's, it's not, I don't want to say it's not worth because obviously I'll go and do the repair, but it's something that the customer that our students could do, okay, and, and so so there's got to be a bit of interaction. You almost have to interview this appliance repair person, and the point that I was trying to make is uh, an individual like myself who needs to make a living will go the extra mile to help a customer and solve problems, where if you get a big company and i'm not putting them down okay? but what but what i'm saying the rapport between the customer uh, the student our students and the repairman tends to lack a little bit because most of the appliance repair people in in those big companies they're just there mostly to make a living, to make an income or to make a wage you know what i'm saying
2: uh, they're there to and, and they're there to get in and get out and go on to the next customer
3: Exactly. To to fix and, it and, very quickly. and sometimes, the, <laughs> I hate to say that, and sometimes there's a bit of commission if they can sell a new appliance. <laughs> right, right, right. Wow. Well, so, uh, so, oh, not worth repairing. Oh, this is too old. Oh, come on, just like. Even take a look at it. <laughs> of course, for my appliance friends who, who are probably listening to the program, and I'm I'm not putting it down. I just want you to be great technicians. Just listen to what the customer has to say before you you make a, your big decision that is not worth repairing.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and Frank, it, grease is a grease is a problem too because a little bit of grease gets more grease, gets more grease, gets more grease, and and if you. If you wash the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher, there's less likelihood of that exact problem that you uh mm-hmm. said is is a common problem. That will Very happen. Common. It's never happened to us, Frank, never. <laughs> never, because we we don't put chunks of of food in the dishwasher. We don't do that matter of fact, well, if there are any nice, chunks of food, they go class
3: to class again today, Vince. Thank you so much for having me be part of the of the team. And on uh, forward for next week, we'll talk about microwaves. And uh, that I, that concept of putting a cell phone inside a, a microwave, please, class, don't do it until we hear the next class. It's just yeah. amazing. And that obviously, I heard that from Bertrand Bert, Bertrand. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I said that. And, and uh, I've been around yeah. for almost 40, 40 years plus, and I remember fixing the first dishwashers that came into the market. So that will be had, a fun uh, class next week.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Frank, thank you so much for being with us. I'll see you same time uh, next week. Frank Pacheco in Canada. We're, we'll be talking about
7: appliances.